What's going on, everybody? Episode 204 of the White Cat Outdoors podcast. Bring you to the table while we talk about the outdoors. It's finally over. The streak of listening to Tom tell us about deer he's hunted and, you know, living in the past is over. We can finally move on. Uh, I It took me trying to think here. Oh, you know what? I've officially killed my first November deer with a bow. Um, it wasn't a buck, but that's all right. You know, baby steps. So strap yourselves in. We're going to tell the story of my uh, first November deer. Um, had Tom in the stand with me, which was great. So we had a lot of fun doing that. But uh, I can already tell I'm starting to ramble. So let's quit that and get tuned in to this week's episode. So I did the cardinal sin. I pull up my bow and then I look dead at his antlers. I got out of the truck and when I slammed the door, I heard gobbles all around me. Alaska, moose, spot and sock. That is the bucket list. I agree. Thanks for joining us for another Deer Camp series. Uh, Nick and Tom are both hanging out with us. Hey. You'll be glad to know that you won't be hearing another deer killing story from me. Thank Finally, God. Yeah, I'm about tired After of four it. weeks in a row, I'm sure you guys are tired of hearing me talking about shooting deer. Finally, someone else stepped up to the plate and was able to get it done. Yeah, it was getting getting real old. I was over it, I'll tell you that. Yeah, I sure was. So who did it? Well, Frank, was it you? No, it wasn't me. And Tom, you said you're done. You're not doing it again. Well, I will do it again come rifle season once I got. A fresh I, I might day. do it. <laughs> I, I may do it. Uh, no, it was negotiated me. Negotiated process. So yeah, Nick, you're the guy. Yeah, big time. Um, so I guess just gonna get this out of the way now, so we don't have to hear Tom interrupt my story throughout. Um, Tom took several days off last week to film for me. Um, so I'm going to get my thanks in now. Um, so we don't have to mention that. We got every some good time. B-roll. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, Tom was doing the filming and everything. Filming and calling. Yeah. The calling is uh, going to come into play later in yeah, the story. We'll, we'll see about that. Um, <laughs> so anyways, uh, it was, you know, I, I, we'll, we'll get more into it. Um, at the end of the season as we do like a full recap. But, um, for now I will say that it was just a, a, a wild week for myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and by Friday afternoon, um, I had told Tom, I said, listen, I need to put an arrow through something. Let's go, you know, let's do a chip shot on a doe 20 mm-hmm. yards or less. And, uh, you know, just that's what we wanted. Yeah. So logically Tom and I go to the deepest, part of the headquarters of course um that's usually where one goes to shoot a doe yeah unless you're standing in water you couldn't have been in a worse place to go shoot a doe 
Um, And where we were at, if you were to shoot a doe, it was either going to run uphill into all of the tops or stay down in the bottom and run into the red brush swamp. So you either had a giant hill filled with tops or a swamp for this deer to run to. So, I mean, made absolute perfect sense. You know, we weren't really seeing deer anywhere else on the property. So, like, mm-hmm. we had – I'm just kidding. There's there's deer everywhere. <laughs> um, I don't – actually, I guess that wasn't our first choice. Mm-hmm. Um, Tom and I had to change um, hunting locations, I think, two or three times while walking through the woods. So, while we're sitting at camp, the wind was doing one thing. We drive to the other side of the property to go get in the woods. Um we start walking in and we're like, this is a dumb way to go in. We need to be coming in from the other side. So we back out. We only went in like 30 yards, mm-hmm. backed out, got in the truck, went around to the other side, got back out. The wind's doing a complete opposite of what it was doing at camp. Mm-hmm. So we're like, okay, that, that plan's gone. We can't do that. So we just started hiking in and this is where having a mobile setup becomes so key. Yeah. Um, so we, we, kept walking and we just noticed that the wind was just kind of swirling, mm-hmm. um, doing a little bit of everything. So we decided to go somewhere where a deer could come from any direction and just hope that when they came through, it was going to be, you know, the wind would be in our favor. Yeah. Um, so that's what took us down to the bottom of the hill, um, right up against the swamp. And we had a lot of success over there last year. Frank and I both killed, um, bucks in this area. And, um, you know, it's actually, it wasn't far from our most deadly stand on the property. Mm-hmm. So like it was, it's a good spot. And, um, it was just dead all afternoon. You know, Tom was doing a bunch of calling. We were doing a bunch of B roll, um, just having a good time, but there was just nothing happening. I mean, there mm-hmm. wasn't even squirrels running. Yeah. Um, and then it was starting to get dark and I, I heard a noise and, but it was like way off in the distance and I try not to get too excited because how often do you hear a noise and it's a squirrel or yeah. something, eh, whatever. Well, I look up the hill and it's probably about 160 yards at this point And I see a deer. I go, Tom, deer, Tom, deer. And I look over. So Tom, we're in the same tree, but Tom's like, you know, 90 degrees yeah. to me. So I've called for him two, maybe three times. And he has been unresponsive. I look over and he is just staring in the sky. Uh, like, <laughs> what it was is there was a branch about rough eight to ten feet above my head. It we're we're probably fifteen feet off the ground, and this branch is another eight to ten feet above me. And it looked like it was perfectly sawed off. It, it had broke, but it was such a clean break. <laughs> I was just trying to figure out. How the hell it could have broke like that. That's interesting. Yeah. So I call for Tom a few times, look over, and he is in just total la-la land. So I, I'm like, Tom, there's a fucking deer. Like, <laughs> It was actually, Jesus Christ, Tom, there's a deer. I'm like, what? where? And Nick wouldn't answer my question as to where. Because now I'm like, I got my bow in my hand. This thing's like 100 yards in closing. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I tried to tell you for the last minute that there was a damn deer coming down the hill. Um, so... We hear the deer bleat. I guess I should back up. Tom didn't interrupt me. Um, but about 10 minutes, maybe 15, somewhere in the, not too terribly long before we saw the deer, Tom did do some bleats mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, so I'll give him that credit. But uh, 
anyway, so deer starting to come down the hill and it was, it was getting dark. You know, it was, I didn't, it wasn't like dark, dark, but it was like, Hey, you know, we're running out of time. I got maybe 15 minutes here. Mm -hmm. Um, and it bleated at about 50 yards and then it broke in. And I was like, man, this is coming right to like the exact trail that I ranged in which the trail started like in, in my shooting lane, it went from 19 to 21 yards, like along that trail. So I'm mm-hmm. like right in the wheelhouse. Yeah. Exactly what you wanted when you set yeah. out that evening. Yeah. It, that's, it was exactly what I told Tom. This Just is how you want. drew it up. Yeah. So where the deer was coming and, and she was taking her good old time coming down this hill. So I was afraid to draw too early. Mm-hmm. Um, and being as dark as it was, I felt like, you know, my window that to shoot was a pretty, I mean, it, it had to walk a, probably a good eight yards, um, that like into my shooting lane. So like there was plenty of time I thought to get my bow drawn, like something would happen where I'd get an yeah. opportunity. So when she got into my lane, she was like starting to walk pretty steadily. And I remember in my head saying, just look the other way for just a second, you know, just give me a second. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, it, it felt like immediately after I said it in my head, she, she turned, she turned and just looked the other way. And I was like, bingo, drew back, got locked in. And she only, she only looked like just long enough for me to, uh, draw. Mm-hmm. As soon as I got the full draw, she started moving again. And I gave her the old map and didn't she like take a step back and almost turn towards me. Really? So she went from like perfectly broadside to like a hard quartering too. I'm like, you son of a bitch, this isn't what I wanted. And so I'm like, this is a chip shot. You know how to do this. You've practiced. Yeah. Send it. Um, and I and I was laser focused. Mm. Dropped that arrow in there and whack. Took took off. I hear Tom from behind me, you smoked her. Mm-hmm. And I thought the shot looked good, maybe a touch high. Um, but everything seemed really good. Mm-hmm. Deer takes off and uh Maybe 15 seconds later, you hear the big crash into the mm-hmm. swamp. Um, we only saw her for what, like a half a second after the shot. Like it's so oh, yeah. thick down there. Yeah. You know what it's like, mm-hmm. you know, we're sitting, I could shoot the edge of the swamp. So when I hit her, she was, you know, two bounds and she's in the swamp. Yeah. She's so gone. totally lost sight of her, but I heard a crash. Um, but we had dinner plans with the ladies that night. And I was like, you know what? It's plenty cold. Let's go do that. Give this deer some time. Cause it was right at dark anyway. Yeah. Um, so we went to dinner. Uh, he's not here tonight, but he's been on a few times. Our good buddy, Ben Flack. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I guess he's only, I don't think he's ever, has he been on officially or is he only just sitting in the room? I don't think he's ever been on officially. Has he I ever been in front of a mic? Out. Either way, he's been in studio many times. Um, but Ben was at camp the night before and he said, Hey, if you guys hit something, I'd love to come on the track and said, all right, sounds good. So he left that morning. And then that afternoon I called him. I said, I got one leaking. So he came right back up and I felt pretty confident about the whole thing. So I'm like, you know what, let's, you know, let Ben go ahead, you know, jump in here. Let's just see how this track goes. Um, so we got back to the shot, um, like where I made impact and immediately there was like spraying blood. And mm-hmm. I'm like, this is a very good sign. Like, you know, where yeah. you could see where her hooves like dug in when she took off and there was immediate spray. Yeah. So I'm like, that's, that's very good. And about six seven foot up the trail full arrow laying across the middle of the trail and it is just slathered in frothy red blood mm. like that's also a very yeah, good sign. all you could ever <laughs> ask for 
So as fast as you could walk um, through the swamp, like I, you didn't even lose blood when we got into the high weeds. Mm-hmm. Like it was that big of a blood trail. Yeah. We're just like walking through and it was like, yeah, blood, 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 blood. Oh, there she is. Like it, I mean, that might've been one of the shortest tracks I've ever done. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was from the time we got on the first blood till we were standing at the deer, maybe three minutes. If, yeah. yeah, it was like immediate. Yeah. About as quick as you could walk the 80 yards that the deer ran. Yeah. I think Tom's stretching at 80 personally. <laughs> I think it was more like 60, but yeah. either way, yeah. um, it, it was a very quick, um, quick kill. And, uh, then, the, then the fun starts. Um, so I guess just real quick before we get into all that, uh, stuff, but, um, so ended up, I did hit almost textbook what you would want on that front, like hard quartering shot. I mean, mm-hmm. I was, I skated just past, um, her front shoulder mm-hmm. on the um, shot Near side, side or the, yeah, the entry side. Like, I mean, it was like just in front of the front sh- or just behind, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I exited. So I took out both lungs, the liver, and then slit the guts open on the way through. Like it was like quartering that hard mm-hmm. or just took everything. Um, and so it, it was a very devastating hit. Yeah. But anyway, so now we've got this deer. She's, you know, in water essentially. Like it, it's, very wet in there <laughs> so i'm like all right let's get this thing gutted and then the the fun track or the fun drag out back to uh mm-hmm. camp luckily the uh we haven't had a ton of like soaking rain so we were able to drive my truck down to the bottom of the field and kind of it probably cut 150 yards off our drag but we still had 200 anyway through I don't know. if you've never drug a deer through sticky grass or sawgrass whatever you mm-hmm. call it that's like six feet tall yeah you don't do want it. to do it. I've, oh, I thought you were telling them they should do it. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, they can if they, they want can. to. Well, and then you've got like that on top of like the muck. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, my boots were soaked because I have, you know, holes in my mud boots. So yeah. like my feet were soaked because you're, you're halfway up your shins in like thick mud water. Yeah. Splashing through all that and tripping over everything. The mm-hmm. only, we didn't have a rope. So I took a stick and put it through the back legs and Tom and I were each holding that. Um, that lasted about halfway before that busted on us. Mm-hmm. So we had to shorten it up. So like we were like, instead of like having a comfortable distance between us, now we're like bumping shoulders, like going time. hand in hand, you know, like we're skipping to school yeah. um, with this doe. But um, she ended up, she was a really big doe. Um, I was very yeah, happy I, with her. I didn't see her in person. I wasn't up at camp with you guys. Um, I had to work, but in the pictures, she looked like a giant doe. Yeah. I mean, she, I, it's tough. Like the picture I think makes it look slightly bigger um, but I don't want to sit here and take away from the side. Like it was a very respectable deal. No, mm. um, I was very happy with it. Um, one of the bigger ones I've probably killed, not the biggest, but, mm-hmm. um, anyway, um, got it up to a processor just to get it legal to cross the border with. Mm-hmm. Um, and that worked out really, really well. Uh, just because like in, in recent years we've had, um, a new law that came into place where you can't take, um, brain matter or spinal fluid across state lines from mm-hmm. New York to PA. So, um, we found a processor really close that is like right over the line. So you can literally drop it there, found out for 50 bucks, they'll skin and quarter it and get it legal to take across the line, which I mean, I didn't think was that bad. Um, no, you'll spend more than, you know, like if you take away the, the legality part of it, Mm -hmm. the 60 miles round trip for me to go back and forth, the three to four hours it's going to take for me to drive there, skin, quarter it, and then come back. Yeah. Like 
to me, my time and fuel and everything like that was worth more than the 50 that it was going to cost me just to drive it four minutes down the road. Yeah. So it made sense. Um, and then I was just able to pick it up after the end of the rotation. So, mm-hmm. um, it was kind of a no brainer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess if people are, it's not, I guess it's not on the menu of things that they do. Like, you know, you've got your burger, your sausage, your, um, all that bologna smoked stuff. There's not a column that says skin and quarter. Mm-hmm. Um, but if that's, if you're in a place that you can't be crossing state lines and that's what you need, mm-hmm. um, I, I would recommend to just ask them, Hey, w- what would you charge me if, uh, just you know, I just, I just quarter. need skin and quarter cause I need to take it across the state lines mm-hmm. and see what they say. Um, worked out good for me, but what Tom, I was just going to say this now. I know we talked that I was cameraman for Nick this week. Um, but no, there will not be a video coming out of this dough harvest. It was one of them deals where it was right at last light. We had gone through just a turmoil of emotions in the days leading up to this hunt and we knew Nick needed to kill something and when I flipped that camera on to videotape this shot it like I said it was last light it was getting dark and that screen's just glowing in my face you got the green on switch the red light for the record blinking and it like totally lit up like a Christmas tree I'm like nope I'm shutting it down I said I'm not spooking this deer because we had no cover we were on a telephone pole Mm -hmm. Um, i just i didn't want that deer to look up see this glowing light and take off Mm -hmm. i'm like you were not even not even gonna risk it yeah i don't blame you so just wanted to get that out there i would have loved to get it on film we do have some good b-roll though (laughs) yeah we just got a shit ton of b-roll is all this weekend or this week was (laughs) Um, hey, you need B-roll to make a good video. Yeah, so I mean, there's a lot of details we'll get into um, from this week. Uh, it, you know, when we start doing like our season recaps and everything like that. But you know, we're gonna keep it short and sweet with the deer camp series because um, right now it's still hunting season, but it's tough during the work week. But uh, we've got a very exciting weekend coming ahead of us. Mm-hmm. It is uh, officially opening day of gun season this Saturday. Yeah, um, at the headquarters. Tom is a bum and will not be joining. He is, he's yet one, to come. Yeah. No, he did that once for... True. Oh. I came once. during the COVID year. Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's right. You did. I just, Only because he was forced. Yeah. I just don't want to go up there and shoot another buck, and then you guys, oh, every time Tom comes up, he shoots one of my deer. <laughs> so I figured I'd leave you guys to farm. Why don't you leave it all of archer season, then, if that's, if that's the real reason? Because I still want to get my buck. But I feel like the story I, is just I not already up. already got mine. You guys haven't got your buck yet, so I don't want to be two bucks in. You guys haven't even got one. Oh, Tom's taking all the good spots for himself. So you won't hunt up there rifle at all until we all fill one tag. No, I'm giving you the whole <laughs> opening day. The whole day. <laughs> I'm gonna give you till 9 a.m. on Saturday. <laughs> yeah. Tom's coming in guns blazing at noon. High noon. Tom's coming in. Yeah. So I'll give you guys some time. Get the job done, yep. then you can come in after. Yeah, we uh, we were gonna have a full camp this this weekend. Um, Is Babe coming? I I there's promising talk of him coming in. Nice. Um, it may not. Uh, it it may be Saturday night, 
but um, so he may not be here for opening morning, but he sounds like he's going to be up around Saturday night. Um, but we've got myself and you, mm-hmm. our parents or our dads um, up there. So there's going to be, it's going to yeah. be a full camp. Um, property's going to be pretty well covered. Mm-hmm. Might have to draw some straws for some stands, but we'll see. Um, I guess I'm, I'm going to give Tom his segment here to do any interruptions before I close it. No, I think I got everything out of the way. You sure about that? Yeah. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys meeting with me to tell you all about this uh, big doe kill. Um, if it's archery season by you guys, keep on grinding. Uh, grinding. Sorry. I kind of cut the middle grinding. of that. <laughs> keep yeah, on keep, grinding. <laughs> uh, that's going to be my new word. Um, but, yeah, then, you know, gun season's right around the corner, so, you know, your chances aren't over yet, so make sure you guys are all still getting outside.